can't work. Taylor can't work. Cole can't work. Dave can't work. You know, <laughs> Cody's still painting here and there, but we're almost like real musicians now. None of yeah. us have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Restart. Fresh ox cord. Round two. Fresh ox cord. That's all it took. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, okay. So intro number two for this <laughs> podcast episode. Um, sitting down with the Snake Pit Boys. Um, super excited. Uh, I feel like there's going to be some good banter, some good things. Uh, they're here to talk about their upcoming record. And my dog wants to leave, but he will eventually <laughs> lay down. Okay, I'll let you out. All right. Um, how about we just start with uh, Cole and then work our way uh, down the member list. Uh, so if you guys can just say your name uh, and what you do in the band. Uh, hey, I'm Cole. I do uh, vocals slash uh, just overall fucking badass motherfucker, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just do vocals. Well, and the art. Yeah, and the art. And the I shirts. guess the art. And the shirts. Yeah. And other stuff. But everyone else knows. Everyone knows that. I just do <laughs> I would love on the band, like, what everyone does. It's like vocals and then comma shirts. art. Yeah. Shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keyboard. Business you know. manager. <laughs> yeah. IG guy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Dave, how about you go next? <laughs> Hey, I'm Dave. Um, I just play guitar really fast and hopefully play things right. So, hey, me too, man. Yeah, cool. Uh, and then let's go to the the third and final square with the three Hi. boys. Hi, I'm there. Frank. I uh, I play the drums really fast and try not to play or to play things right. <laughs> you try not to play things right. Interesting. Well, no, no, I, I you know what I mean. No. <laughs> you sure? need brand, you know? He drums better than he talks. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, what he said. You want to go? Uh, I'm Taylor. I play guitar. The guitar. Also fast and really fast. Yeah, try to play right again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you play left. There you go. Oh, yeah. Point. Yeah. Um, All right. Oh. I know. Like a weirdo. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm Cody. I play the bass uh, perfectly, unlike everybody else. Um, <laughs> every time. I don't know. That's all you need to know, man. You're about to learn more anyways. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. Well, um, I know uh, Snake Pit as a band overall, like, has, you know, been around for many years. And I think I kind of want to get into the origins about how the band uh, formed and kind of how... Uh, you guys have um, moved in a more metal direction now. Um, maybe Frank can kind of start off with giving just a little history lesson for those listening uh, who might not know about how things came together. And if you could like timestamp years, that would be you know pretty helpful as well. 
Well, we can certainly try. Yeah. <laughs> it does go back. She's a little fuzzy. There's beer involved. So <laughs> if we go way back to the start, I, pretty much Cody and I are the only original members left, really. <laughs> um, when we first started the band, I was just the front man and vocalist. Um, and we went through a bunch of drummers, uh, Andrew Higgins and Nathan Pope, Jeff Omen. And uh, we had two drummers lined up. They couldn't make a show. And we just decided that I would learn all the songs on drums and <laughs> that I would start playing drums again. So that's kind of how I started drumming for the band. And then we set up a mic stand and I was able to <laughs> do a little yelling with drumming and uh then it just kind of led into uh we what started, it is <laughs> like yeah and then we kind of we started uh to hang out with taylor a bit more again after high school and then he joined the band because we wanted a guy to like rip solos and shit yeah and that point we had that was a third guitar player at that point that we point. had three guitar players yeah because but because fuck yeah. Two of, two of which are not in the band anymore. <laughs> uh, which eventually Dave replaced uh, Dre. Um, it's been about, about two, three years now, I think, Dave. Yeah, three years. Yeah, yeah. about three years now. Yeah. So And, and Dave's like right. far, far away from home as far as like, like where you were. But born, like so. the original band, we started in like late 2013, mid 2013. Yeah. Our first release was early 2014 like january um and yeah that was like six years ago we haven't released anything yeah we've been ghosts pretty much since <laughs> and now we're back and... well you guys have, have been like especially in the last um few years especially like kind of at the same time that scope was kind of starting that's when i started to see you guys a lot more um, well, obviously uh, like cole joining in with the band kind of like brought in a, a new flavor as yeah. well yeah, that's where I was kind of getting at with uh, the the newest member being Cole. That's kind of when we started to step our game up again. Having Cole in the band too helped a lot because he's just always like, "Hey, I printed a new shirt for us today." <laughs> like, "Oh, okay, sick. So it's kind of helped us have a new, fresh, like band member that drives the rest of the band to kind of keep going because we've been doing this for so long and kind of lacked motivation for a few years there and uh yeah, yeah it was kind of like a strange time in between because like yeah it's a very traditional start you know regular band whatever uh, um some members came and went everything on good terms of course people moved whatever did the best for themselves whatever so happy to get dave and cole obviously in on it too but um there was definitely a period in the middle like a little before scope like you said where yeah we'd already been kind of established people in the scene kind of knew who we were um but we were just we weren't doing nothing i mean you know we lost Trey, who was a big part of it um he's off doing great things so good for him um but yeah we had a lull and then you know we got dave in and he started to find his spot right some sweet riffs and really getting in his zone and then okay cole comes in and wow we finally have a dedicated vocalist again which was a big key we were missing um yeah plus everything else that you know he brings too so and then yeah now we're at where we are today and like a lot of these songs we were sitting on for a long time and now we got 
a whole 10 track about to come out. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's sick. a lot of new stuff. It's nice to be doing stuff again. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Lots oh, of new yeah. Stuff. yeah. Much more metal. We were a lot more like straight from the path metal core kind of before and just kind of evolved with the taste and the new members and I know what we all personally like. So I must say I'm happy. About so it, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Long story short, we've been writing a record for six years now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Kind of going back to what you're saying, like, as far as the band starting more in the, you know, hardcore, uh, you know, or branch of hardcore. And now you guys are definitely more on the on the metal side. And, you know, I personally like, you know, comparing the two, like, I tend to gravitate more on the, on the metal side as far as, like, your guys' creativity has really, like, evolved. Um I think there are certain bands, especially in the hardcore space, that do start a certain way and then go down a certain path or like more influences of other stuff outside of hardcore tend to start to bleed through. Um, you know, something uh, off the top of my head would be like Code Orange as far as like starting a little bit more hardcore spastic, but now it's like very new metal, like, um, yeah, you know, Nine Inch Nails influence kind of industrial oh. stuff in the mix. So... Totally. What was your guys' thought process when Cole joined and it was like, oh, like the the riffs you're writing are more like this versus like, you know, like beat down think, or hardcore, so to speak? I think ultimately the goal was always to kind of flourish into what we're doing now. Like we've all just, we've always been metalheads. Like yeah. <laughs> we just have always been part of that local hardcore scene so there's always a little bit of influence in everything we've done but it i don't think naturally you know we never were like anywhere near being like just a hardcore band either and it was i think my favorite thing about snake pit has been how we don't really have much of a genre mm, yeah. like every song like everything we write is just different from the last not necessarily good, <laughs> but it's different than the last song. <laughs> but still have that, um, like, you know, which, the, your which you guys will definitely hear, which you guys will definitely hear when uh, we release this record. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as any metalhead knows, too, like growing up listening to metal, like I'm sure I can speak for most people in the room, like it always got heavier and heavier and heavier. Like, okay, like, I mean, my my first show was Ozzy, sweet metal, that's the roots, right? But then it just got heavier and heavier, and, you know see Megadeth and then you're going to see death metal bands. It's always got to be heavier and heavier and it all happened naturally too. Right. I mean, we had what we had before with the influences of, you know, Dre and Taylor writing together with Connor before too. Um, you know, they had their own influences and it just it came naturally with what we were writing. And, you know, now with Dave and Taylor and they sit down and they riff together and they come up with some sweet, it's just, it just gets heavier now. It's just, it's just what it is, right. It came naturally. And uh, yeah, it's definitely heavier than what it used to be, but it's, it's what we've all evolved into it's you know nothing more to say other than it kind of just came naturally right you know well it, it flowed into the the sound the change in our sound kind of went along with the change in members yeah. and stuff too right different people different musical taste uh, input yeah, yeah musical input so yeah uh, here's a question for, for Cole, uh, you know, joining into a band and, you know, like ever since I've known you, you've been like, you know, a metalhead. Um, so yeah. was, was it a challenge for you at least joining up with this band that maybe traditionally had more like hardcore styled vocals and you guys were still playing those older songs, but you still wanted to kind of do your own thing, but still paid homage to, 
uh, past members and vocal styles as well. Was uh, was that challenging for you? Uh, it wasn't really challenging, but I mean, like the like I I found these guys like a long time ago when uh, when I first started going to shows. Like Snake Pit was one of the first bands that I started taking photos for, um, and then just like it's it's crazy how. I've been around watching them grow as a band, but then I'm in it now, I guess. And, and uh, just seeing the tastes like change over the years. And um, I've always known these guys can riff and like, they're always been super metal and heavy music over the years anyways. Right. So it, was, it wasn't really challenging. I didn't like the, say a death metal style vocal or a bit, or, uh, you know, more of like a metal influence on it, you know? Sure. And, and, you know, like, I think, you know, the whole process of like, you know, documenting bands, like I've, I will continue, continue to say from the rooftops, but like, it's so cool to see, you know, things progress, you know, like the, the very first podcast that we've ever ever done is with Cole and he wasn't even in snake pit at the time, but you know, still, um, like he just said, like spoke very highly, uh, of you guys. And, you know, one of the first bands that I think you took photos of even, um, definitely. But y- yeah. even on the uh, on the video side, like we have sets of Snake Pit prior to Cole on vocals, and now we do have <laughs> stuff with him on vocals. So it's you know yeah. it's cool to see the, the evolution of that. Um, well, you know, I think that Scope actually, I mean, to be completely honest, and throw this in real quick, it even helped us get some little thunder, man. I mean, you guys do a great job. I mean, obviously, we've told you many times, but all you guys you guys have so much footage of us like you said right you've documented our evolution too over the last couple years so it's cool and that was definitely a boost to throw that in yeah yeah and uh thank you for saying that uh i'll make sure to take out this segment uh i didn't ask you to say that obviously but i appreciate the kind words cody yeah Um, we gotta give you a plug man come on um box (laughs) so so speaking on that like obviously um you know i'm not sure of the actual amount of sets that you know i or jordan or the team overall have captured of you guys but um you know there's you guys have been super cool with kind of just like what what the set is is what we put out versus being nitpicky of like hey we kind of screwed up this song do you mind like taking out this song like you guys are, are very authentic uh, like we feel more bad for way. you to be honest you know, <laughs> been, the way we've been about stuff yeah. is kind of uh you know i think a lot of bands and you know there's nothing wrong with with being super serious and very nitpicky about stuff that that is definitely part of uh, making music or art of any kind but uh you know uh, over the years, I think a lot of what we did was just more for the being able to play the music and being able to kind of have a good time doing it and not, you know, looking to get some sort of recognition for being able to be perfect or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's more organic that way. So we that's just, kind of why we don't get too fussy over stuff. Man, let's have fun. Yeah. We just, we just yeah. play what we want to hear and yeah. fucking have fun doing it, man. Yep. Playing yeah. shows is like one of the most fun things in my, in probably all of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Like I could play a show every day, man. It's just, I don't care about anything else. I just like playing in front of people. Mm-hmm. We hear something we don't like, we'll, we'll fix it for the next one basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I think of the very first time I put you guys on the channel, Cole wasn't on vocals yet, but there no. was, uh, you, you guys are very good at like, 
Um, if there's a mess up, playing it off like it's whatever, like you know. Not oh, we wrote it else. that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or something. I honestly, I, I think oh, we. There you go. Story of my life, bro. I think yeah. we've actually gotten a lot of recognition for our attitude. Right. Like mm, that's interesting. You know, like just people see that we're just having fun and then they they seem to enjoy it yeah as well yeah yeah um going back a little bit to like you know the the process of the band and writing music um can you guys talk a little bit about how you know who's the the main like riff doctor and uh who's coming up with stuff how you guys like meld stuff together and and uh galvanize <laughs> it in a way it's Dave. I don't know your or, uh, order of uh, video here, but Dave is definitely below us. <laughs> Dave, why, Dave, Dave, why don't you? Uh, why don't you talk about a bit more recording, man? Uh, I don't know. Like it's. I honestly have never really been like methodical at all with how I make like songs and stuff. It just kind of, I don't know. I have no idea whatever happens. Like I'm just playing guitar one day and just something catches my ear and I just kind of stick with it, keep playing it over and over again, kind of just see if I can like dig out a little bit more from it and usually I find out it's like I, don't know, I can like make a few riffs I'm like man like I don't know where to go with this at all and then I'll just come to jam one day I'll have a break and Taylor and I will sit and I'll be like hey I can just bounce this riff off of you and just playing with Taylor it can just like him just like doing a few things it just gives more, more ideas flowing and it just kind of presses the song forward I suppose so like I guess that's kind of my, my best method of like breaking writer's block, block is just like sitting with somebody, even if like, maybe he's like, he's just playing it with me, even though we're just, just playing the same thing, just something can come out of that from me just being inspired with another person's presence. I don't, I'm yeah. not really too sure. Yeah, it, it is very, each other. yeah, it is very, you know, like it's one thing, like every band is different as far as like, it's one person writing the entire songs and sending it to the guys, but there is something for lack of a better term, magical when you can like bring something and then someone else comes and you're like, I could have never thought of how to play this at a half speed or like, you know, change up the time signature or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah. Or like or jamming with like Frank too, just having a drummer along with you as you're trying to figure stuff out is like does wonders. Like it just can make things a lot more concrete and just gets the ideas really going. Yeah. Cool. Like as soon as you get as soon as you get like the guitar with some drums, it you you feel the fullness of it and then it helps like you can hear something with the drums on it and then it'll change now and then it'll sound better playing it differently but you can't know that without like jamming it all together yeah yeah exactly because like i don't know when it's just just one guitar sometimes it just feels like noise <laughs> while you're making but once there's like yeah. a solid rhythm behind it it's like it becomes more cohesive and you can actually get an idea of an end goal for yeah. sure. We had a bunch of different approaches. Like we used to like for the longest time, you know, jam twice a week. Of course not now because of everything that's going on, but, um, you know, jam twice a week and, you know, you know, jam day, right day, whatever. But when we really got down to the nitty gritty, the end of the album, it was like, okay, we got to tighten a couple things up. We have the vocal guys who come out, you know, work on strictly vocals, Dave Taylor go inside really mesh together. Of course, to add on to what you guys were saying about working together, you know, they got their own styles Taylor, very death metal. Uh, always has been block his face with it. <laughs> uh, I don't even know Dave, I maybe just a little more of the thrash influence, I guess, but it comes together and really that's the best way people are like, what do you guys sound like? Oh, I don't know, like a thrash death metal band <laughs> pretty yeah. much. So right. 
yeah, super, just, I'm super ADD too. So like, <laughs> oh yeah. Sit down and, and actually write a complete song just in my spare time is it's just never something I've been particularly good at. Right. I'll have kind of a handful of riffs that I like and kind of sort of remember. So, you know, Dave will come in with a, with a string of stuff and, uh, you know, be like, ah, we, we should put something here. Like you said, and like, well, I'll either have like something in my brain that kind of is like, oh, maybe that'll work or we'll just kind of come up with something on the fly. So that's kind of, I've always been better at like contributing just little nuggets here and there to things <laughs> yeah. versus actually like sitting down and, and, and working out an entire song by myself. Yeah. It's just, I find it difficult, uh, you know, and I sit, I sit around a lot and just when I'm playing, it's like, I'll, I'll play a whole bunch of riffs that are really neat and just completely forget them five seconds later. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, yeah, like I, I've never been particularly good at that. <laughs> yeah. So as far as the, uh, so we've talked about the, the musical aspect, like, um, but if anyone knows anything about snake pit or have seen you guys, there's a lot of, uh, vocal duties that don't just fall on the vocalist. There's uh, Frank who's doing yes. vocals and Cody. Um, I'm not sure if Taylor and, and Dave are doing vocals as well, but you know, I have one line. You have yeah, one I, line. So yeah, we all have a word. Everybody's got one word at least. Yeah. Right. That's all I need. So, uh, yeah. so who, like in the, like, we don't really need to focus on the, like what happened in the past as far as like for this new record, is it Cole writing everything and kind of being like, okay, I want someone to echo this area and, and uh, um, to go well, from that. Basically, I'm listening. I'm just getting Marty on my lap. So yeah. just, <laughs> just... for this, for this record, I mean, in the past, we kind of like most of the lyrics I wrote uh dre helped a lot back when he was still in the band um but since cole joined we've kind of uh cody myself and cole all worked together on the lyrics because we're kind of the like cole is you know the front man so we've kind of established him as the main vocalist now you know considering he's not playing an instrument as well but we're still doing you know, Cody and I doing vocals on almost every song with him too. Yeah, but uh, like Frank does just as much. He does quite a bit of vocals. Almost yeah, Frank is still like it's that key still. Like Frank's very key. I mean, you know, of course, it's Francis. Duh. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, what I'm so, but really, what would be a release? You know, without Frank's, you know, I mean, that is a snake pit signature. I mean, that's Frank is like you said one of the original guys. But yeah, Cole's got like. You know, we threw him in deep. <laughs> He's, yeah, we collabed together. We pretty much wrote everything for the most part together. Cole would come quite often with a lot of lyrics, which are great. And like, uh, it's it's just meant to be brutal, right? It's just it's pretty much death metal stuff, and it's fun, and it's just it's evil. It's fun, it's fictional, right? But we all had a big part in it, and we all do. I mean, Cole is definitely like the front man, and Frank has still quite a bit of duty. And like, you know, I'm on most of the songs. I think a good at least half. Well, yeah, um, a lot of guest vocals too. On this we have, yeah, we have three, uh, three friends doing guest vocals yeah. on three different tracks. So bangers, man! <laughs> can't say it, how those, those, those will come out with the release. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't get Dave or Taylor to drop any vocals on it though. But um, next time they got to do it. They got to do it live. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're on some live. of the other songs that we'll still play, still play live for as sure. Well. Yeah. Just, um, I am. 
I am not a vocalist. So that's why. <laughs> yeah. We are no we are way. working on more songs down the road too, and you know we want to sure. keep writing and pushing out some content in the next little bit. So, Dave, what's the Dave? What's the one line that you have on the record? Not on the record. It's not on the record. It's oh, all it's like, not no. on the record. You just no. have a, a live line. Yeah, a live line. They're actually gotcha. both on the same song. <laughs> oh, okay. You're like, yeah, that's, that's right. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, Only one song, right. guys. Sorry. <laughs> but it's really short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're both on a song that's about a minute long. It's, uh, it's called Fuck. Yeah, the fuck track. Right. <laughs> it's on an old release, which yeah. they, they mm-hmm. weren't on the release. Well, Tyler was. Yeah. But, uh, cool. Yeah, that's an old song we released in 2014 right with the, before dave was in the band but well are you moving now what's happening <laughs> um so talking about uh again with the new record um do you can you guys pronounce or name what it is <laughs> and uh when it's coming out and maybe we can transition and just talking about the uh the recording process because you guys flew out dre who used to be in the band to kind of be the you know the the octopus as far as handling <laughs> all the um the recording aspects yeah uh, he played a big part in it but cole definitely. you should definitely talk about the the album name and the inspiration for sure um so it's called eternal conflagration um which basically just means like a flame being conjured um i originally had painted like a like a, a giant our album cover i painted it and uh that's what i called it um so then I guess I just use that as our kind of theme for the for the record. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of like about a flame being conjured underneath the earth by like cave people. And uh, yeah, they're just... And it just, burns just, for eternity. It's burning for eternity. Yeah, that's pretty much... Uh, oh, like fire. Just metal shit, I guess, is kind of... Yeah, it, what the theme it's, is. it's very metal. It's got flames. Well, that's kind of the theme. Like we, we knew early on. We knew early on that that was most likely going to be the name and the theme for the record. So that's kind of the main lyrical theme for most of the album. Like, you know, it's, it's not like a concept record. You know, we, we have different shit all over it. Dark, evil, scary, a little gory sometimes. You know, metal, man. Burning hell, fucking yeah. metal shit, you know. Yeah. Shit yeah. we like. <laughs> Pretty much, man. It's all about having fun, man. Yeah, yeah. it's cheesy. Love it. Love yeah. It. And then, so talk to me about like the thought process of like flying out someone who, you know, like, oh, you know, because well, there's an there's an added cost to like you know bringing well, someone Dre, from out of city, but uh, he works talk for to me about Jet, that. So he gets deals. Oh, shout <laughs> out WestJet. <laughs> he works for Air Canada, but yeah, this uh, record is sponsored by. West yeah right. um <laughs> no anyways yeah we're not like uh you know i don't want to talk about any like pricing or anything but like oh for sure you don't have to it was very feasible to do it and dre is someone like you know our old snake releases when he was in the band he had a big part in recording it then sure. and uh we knew what he's capable of and you know I was in sellout with Dre as well. And he did both our records at the time, uh, mixed and mastered, and it turned out great. Mm-hmm. So we knew it would be, uh, you know, definitely more costly to go with probably literally anyone else. Yeah. And we would have to get some sort of studio space mm-hmm. or whatever. So, 
financially feasible and someone we trusted, someone that knew, you know, even helped write some of the songs that are on it because they're exactly. a bit, some of the older songs are on the record. Cool. Um, so that worked out really well because he he understands what we wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted him to be a part of it, like, and we wanted him to be a part of it. You know, yeah. like he's not a band member anymore, but you know, he's still part of. He's the forever family. part of the band. He knows that too. Yeah, right? yeah. So part of the family, and, so to speak. And, exactly. Uh, one of the guest vocalists is another previous member as well, just to kind of keep everyone part yeah, of cool. the what the, the little <laughs> thing we're doing here and. Yeah. Uh, but it worked out because he really wanted to do it, which also helped. He came and did it. Uh, we, he took a week off to come visit his hometown, which worked great. Um, his boys, you know. Well, we, were able, like, we were able to do uh, the drums at my parents' house because it sounded pretty good. So, you know, saved money on all the space. We... Uh, uh, we went to Chad and Colby's. They live with Mike uh, Wells. Mike Wells, <laughs> and uh, they've been doing their rap thing, and they built the vocal booth. So mm-hmm. we borrowed the vocal booth. We tracked all guitars there too, and everything. Track guitars and vocals and stuff. That and was that. the studio. Was their basement? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that really helped a lot. Yeah. And yeah, we, we appreciate that. Since and yeah. since then, we've been you know back and forth with Dre sending us mixes and yeah he's mixing mastering and everything like this whole album was built on fan like friends and fam like pretty much everybody helped us do it like but right now we're at the point we're getting close to we're we're starting the mastering process pretty quick here so yeah cool we're we're near the end of the tunnel and it's been a long road and uh we're really excited we're hyped it sounds so stuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as far as like, you know, like there's a number like this whole quarantine thing has, you know, kind of been a weird thing, especially for a lot of bands. You know, some bands Sorry. have lucked out as far as either having things already recorded and it's just a matter of releasing it. Um, and then some even like myself, like I play in bands where uh, we need to record either guitars or drums, but, you know, a lot of people who are recording stuff are just playing it safe as far as not allowing other people into their circle, which I can totally respect. So maybe uh, tell me on how, what you guys are thinking as far as how to make this, you know, cause obviously you guys have put a lot of hard work, a lot of well-earned dollars into making this album, you know, something that's um, special. So how are you trying to, work with the current societal conditions to uh make this release uh, still be something to look back on and, and stoked on well for one just what we're doing right now is mm-hmm. something we can do during the quarantine which is great because you know people can't go to shows right now or can't so the best thing we can do right now for people is to release some content online for them to enjoy at home right um, which is another thing, like we kind of fast tracked it a little bit too, so that we can release sooner than we had originally anticipated just so that people can have something to do at home. Yeah. Um, we are going to be doing a music video as well. Uh, so that's coming out at some point. We still have to shoot it, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got really lucky timing wise when we decided to record because we we kind of finished all the recording for this 
before this crisis kind of hit like right before yeah <laughs> yeah just made the so that was good because the whole mixing process we don't need to all be in the same room so right uh, we got lucky timing wise but you know it sucks for everyone right now like you know we i know personally me i'm on ei right now and can't work taylor can't work cole can't work dave can't work you know <laughs> cody's still painting here and there but we're almost like real musicians now none of yeah. us have jobs <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um upgrade i think the best the best thing we can do right now is just spend spend time at home and reflect and yeah. maybe write some yeah. new songs yeah like we will play of course a show after this like yeah, yeah like you know like well, everybody else that was going to release we had stuff where we we're going to plan a show this and that we we're in the process but yeah we'll do it after and we're going to have a sweet show i'm sure there's gonna be lots of shows when everybody can go back out so yeah like everybody's yeah. looking forward to that it's gonna be yeah, nice i think it's like you know there's been talks of doing a big show with calgary bands and i, I know you're involved in that potentially too so yeah well, it'd be I, sweet I hope to so. do. <laughs> it'd be sweet, like when the crisis kind of ends, like just a bunch of Calgary bands got together and did, like you know, like a ten band bill or something. That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> like just local bands, COVID fest, back in action, COVID fest, COVID fest, yeah. Post vid nineteen. If there's anything I've learned, is you know, that implies that it's coming back though. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's kind of like the the one thing. Um, that if I've learned anything from talking to people or musicians about this is like, if you were doing something like that, just don't put it on the, on the poster because I've heard stories where bands are trying to set up shows mid COVID-19 quarantine and promoters or, or venue owners essentially canceling the show. Cause they're like, Oh, is this promoting the virus? Like, <laughs> not in my not in my book yeah so. i don't know we saw like that death metal coronavirus band logo thing was going on i was like i was like it's funny but at like at the same time like i'm not some sensitive guy right? yeah, but i was sure, yeah. like like a really like cool cool good idea dude like right exactly whatever <laughs> don't, cool. i don't care what that guy said people are a little crazy right now so yeah yeah I mean, you know the best thing anyone can do right now is just stay home and and just hunger down and wait for it to pass because it will pass yep and all all we can do as performers and entertainers is try to give them some content at home yeah just discuss things like we're doing now get yeah. some more content and entertainment ready for the people i don't know about anyone else but i love watching my favorite bands do what we're doing right now yeah and mm -hmm. you, you know even if we don't fucking actually talk about anything real we're just shooting the shit like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it and feels like you're hanging out with your favorite band, you know? Like, it's great. <laughs> it's been so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well, um, there's been a, a fair amount of banter on um, on the podcast, but I, since you guys are all friends of mine, I felt like I could kind of um, ask some more hard-hitting questions, let's say. Um, oh, so <laughs> I, I've written uh, 10 most likely to fill in the blank questions. And <laughs> as a band, I want you guys to single out those people uh, <laughs> and, and fight amongst okay. yourselves. Um, oh, so it, maybe instead of going one through 10, I'll, I'll let Cole say a number between one and 10, and then I'll just kind of work around just so it's not. Yeah, like give everybody a turn. Yeah. This should be fun. Okay. <laughs> six. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. 
Uh, who's most likely to be at the merch table at a show? Frank. 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 Yeah. Frank. <laughs> Slinging all the merch. Like, just, no, just playing games on my phone or something. <laughs> yeah. Trying to catch my breath. Air drying from the set. Yeah. <laughs> Honorable yeah. mention, maybe to Haley. His Haley. girlfriend. Or, or Haley. Haley. Yeah, Haley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Haley, my girlfriend, has done a lot of footage as well, especially since Cole can't take pictures of us anymore. anymore yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's been, fuck, like, probably over the years, since we've been together, at least the last three to four years, being a big part of the sacred shows, coming yep. to take pictures and helping with merch, like almost every show, yeah. like very yeah. grateful. So we got yeah, to mention her. Taylor, um, she's awesome. Yeah. That's so only... she'd probably be at the merch table more than all of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and, I'll, and I'll quickly, uh, you know, say something on that. Cause I think it's always interesting when like a photographer or like even myself, like a videographer, man, my dog is crying. Yeah. Um, just as far as like, Oh, I'm on the other side of the lens now. And ideally I'd like, you know, my band to still have photos or someone to take video. So shout out to all the people that kind of fill the gaps when me or Cole or, you know, someone else. So like Jordan, well, just, Carissa, Haley, shout out to all those. I, I wanted to mention people. before we move on, shout out to Carissa as well. Dave's girlfriend, you know, she's done a lot of pictures for us and lots of media too. yeah yeah just, lots of behind the yeah. scenes stuff as well i've seen big cool. family behind this stuff man yeah. the whole band and everything we're very appreciative of all of our friends that's for this, sure uh what is that uh clc show where it's like um 18 kids and counting but it's just like oh snake pit or something. <laughs> 18 different members <laughs> 18 metal dudes and counting yeah snake, yeah, yeah snake pit is the new slipknot yeah. for sure yeah, yeah. more like how much can a uterus take <laughs> okay oh. let's uh yeah, let's jump well frank since you got reamed out you get to pick the next one <laughs> nine there you go boys uh, okay uh, who's most likely to really forget is. how a part in a new song goes? Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, fuck. Like, that's, all of us here. Probably me. I probably say Cody, yeah. I do too, a lot. Oh, hey, Dave, what's this part? <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget a lot too, like, when we're still kind of writing a song. Yeah. But once it's, like, engraved into my brain, it's... I'm pretty good. Yeah. But definitely in the writing process, it'll be like, we'll go to play a new song that we wrote last jam or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like, we'll start playing. I'm like, I for just forgot the entire song. Somebody else started jog my memory. But then you start playing it and you're like, instantly remember the whole thing. And you're like, oh, for sure. Okay, so I'm running by. Comes back. I think the better answer is Dave is least likely to. That, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's we're, all, yeah. we're all guilty of it. Yeah, there you go. Sweet. Um, Cody, how about you pick the next one? Three. Uh, who's most likely to be late to practice? Taylor. Yeah. I fucking live here. <laughs> yeah, Eddie lives here. <laughs> um, he'll be there. He'll be but there, be but he won't be there. And it's never, you know, he's a hardworking guy. He's usually working late or something. He's usually working late. Yeah. You know, most of us are the trades, right? So, I mean, we've all been late, but uh, sometimes he'll Probably. be late. But that's okay. Yeah. Right. He'll come in and he'll just throw his guitar on and yeah. 
crack beer and yeah at least the person who's late the most is the closest to the jam space technically yeah so yeah we both good. sleep next to it in different beds different rooms <laughs> Yeah, I love boyfriends though. We're both lonely, so like our doors are only right across from each other. Always open. Our, we're our we live together. Family. We all live together in the Le Chateau Snake Pit, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Le Chateau. Le Chateau. Le Chateau Snack Pit. Mousetrap. <laughs> I think I said it right, right? Um uh, uh Taylor, how about you pick next? Uh, oh, there's no more multiples of three left. Shit. It's uh, <laughs> true. I'll go with I'll go with ten. The big ten. Uh, uh, who's the most likely to struggle to get time off work for a show? Oh, uh, honestly, I I'd say either, like either Taylor and I in the winter time because we plow at night right. a call. lot on call, but. Other than that, I would say yeah, Dave because Dave, Dave yeah. usually has a later in the day shifts. Yeah. yeah. Like like so sometimes he'll work till season. nine or whatever. Actually, well not anymore. No, I only work till four nowadays. So Well Yeah, you did you just got a new uh, just in the past, I guess. Yeah. 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 yeah that's probably where we the most. But I mean winter we're all pretty good. We've yeah, all you know, like you kinda you kinda plan for shows, right? You never it's right. never like, oh, we're playing a show tomorrow. Like so yeah, shows are okay. Uh, Jams, so, you know. So it's, you know, and we're all committed enough that like, you know, if it's a show or work, like we're playing the fucking yeah. show. Right. Yeah, like you've been a set, work, you, you know, like, <laughs> bowing after. So I've, yeah, oh, I've yeah. done that more than once. Like the sellout show. Gone to work. Man, the sellout show, man. I remember I was up all night too. And then sell up to their last show in February was last year or something. Or two yeah, years I ago. played like an hour and a half long yeah, set. Yeah, like right one in the morning and then like two and a half hour, hours later, him and I are meeting up in a snow covered parking lot and be like, well, here's the coffee. Let's go, dude. Like another like 17 out. Man, we're crazy. But wow, that's the story of life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking down every with that. anytime <laughs> I rewatch that set now, I'm just gonna be like, This man's gonna oh. go plow snow for <laughs> yeah. yeah. This guy's yeah, like, That so was months. a long night, man. Yeah. Well, I was there in the plow oh. truck and left right out. Yeah, he came to the show from plowing yeah. and I went back out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not missing the last show, not missing it. Great, <laughs> I, told yeah. him, I told him, I'm like, yeah, which was filmed by Scope, Scope, another plug. That was a you know, that was. I think probably one of the first times we had filmed something. Oh, you were too sad. Um, that was the first, I think that was one of the first times that we actually filmed two shows happening at the same time, just in different cities. So like I was out in Vancouver right. and did DBK and you reached out mm -hmm. to me about doing this. And I was like, uh, like this is well, a that really was the first time. That was the first time we worked together too. Yes. Like, yeah. So that is true. Both in myself. Yeah. Yeah, but so, I, re I remember uh, Jordan was just starting to kind of do some things in the team. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, um, here's the show. Um, you know, these these guys, like, I, th I it was clearly, like, an important set to film. Like, um, as far as your guys' last show, you guys, like, sold yeah. out Broken City. Um, so, yeah, that was – shout out to Jordan and shout out to Sellout because that was a – Glad we made it happen making that happen it like opened the doors because there were so many times after that where there was a show in edmonton and a show in calgary like the same weekend i'm like okay i'm up in edmonton jordan's doing this so that really yeah blow that. it so, up another great Let's weekend go. that was too yeah. the one you're referencing <laughs> that was <Yeah>. fun <laughs> yeah um 
you guys having fun with this or you, you want to oh, yeah. i love this yeah this is great yeah, yeah, yeah last one was a good question um i think it's dave's turn sure dave's dave turn. can pick yeah uh two <laughs> well we we kind of talked about this but this is when I asked about uh, forgetting parts via practicing, but this is more who is the most likely to mess up while playing live? Dude, Probably me. Like what? All of us? All of us. Yeah. Nobody wants to admit it. <laughs> well, we honestly half the time, like, like yeah, we like you were saying before, like we'll mess up and then we'll shrug it off like it didn't happen. Right. Yeah. But sometimes you'll mess up and not even know that you messed up. That's true. And that happens a lot yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, like well, <laughs> and then you'll be watching like the scope video afterwards because oh. we have the opportunity to do that. Man, now. the common scope video for Snake Pit, <laughs> I screw <laughs> up. Uh, I think it's greed. So, oh my god, I screw up with the best part in greed, and it's I all the footage. Up, yeah, you're just like, oh, so I, I turn around. Oh man, it's actually really <laughs> nice. Guilty. It's really nice having every show documented. Yeah, yeah so we can. Then we can go back and go, okay, we've got to improve here. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah. we should do this differently. Oh, right, God, I hope somebody didn't notice that. Drink two less beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone should yeah, just let no. me know how many beers everyone had so I can put that in the details of the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. Four beer set. <laughs> two, four set. Yeah. Dave, just you were going to. But I don't drink and I still fuck up. Snake Pit, the guy's, the guy's synonymous with having a bunch of beers on the stage. Huh? <laughs> uh, Dave, well, you, you got to hydrate. Say something as far as, uh, as far as this topic. Oh, I'll just say, like, yeah, like, totally, like, we'll mess up without knowing it. Like, I think it was actually at that show. And, like, Frank just started, like, playing, like, a completely different, like, part of the song. <laughs> but we and we're, and we're like, like, all of us just look at him. And he's just playing. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, okay. New part, I guess. But then I just keep going and they'll, they'll just yeah, figure it they'll out. come in to what I'm doing. Exactly, yeah. Right. We've been playing. We just, we play well together. Yeah, right? we, we know ourselves and we know each other as musicians and we know how to feed off of each other live. Right. Because we've done it for so long and it's easy to make it seem like we meant to do that and we're just having fun, yeah, yeah. you know like we're doing we're doing this now so that's yeah. that's the one benefit of not having a shitload of uh you know recordings is because we might notice the mess up <laughs> nobody knows nobody true. else has a reference it's to it true. Yeah. Yeah. now true. we have to really <laughs> <that> well. <laughs> now we have to actually i think people yeah, know what they're getting into though when they see snake but they know it's well, especially like time. some of the older songs too that that are going to pop up on this record like they're so different i've been playing them for so long <laughs> yeah, yeah. that i just i just change it up live all yeah. the time just right. to have fun with it because yeah. that's what we're doing we're just having fun so even if we don't fuck up it might still sound different yeah <laughs> well it is cool honestly to like hear like songs being played live and then once they actually are recorded and released it's like oh they they made that breakdown two times as long or they like added in this little sample like yeah you know stuff like that like people who really like certain bands can get really nerdy about so oh yeah we're about to get real nerdy bud let me tell you yeah holy <laughs> you mentioned the alliance are hard one more fucking time that was off camera <laughs> yeah that was off camera that's true um okay there's uh there's five left if you guys want to cold i think cold back up yeah uh eight uh, who's most likely to fall asleep in the van <laughs> while driving or yeah. <laughs> not anymore. No. hopefully it's I not mean, while driving if you're not driving maybe you bro it 
He uh, likes to have a nap. It honestly it depends because I don't sleep a lot. Not anymore. Yeah, like, I stay up very late a lot, and then I'll get up early. Like, like especially if we're on a road trip to a show, like I'm usually wired. Like I, I wouldn't fall asleep. He drives yeah. often. Like I mean, and I do a lot of the driving. He doesn't drink. Yeah. Uh, you know, Taylor and I like to enjoy a couple casual bevies. <laughs> Sometimes some, you know, some brouhaha's. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, you know, Dave Cole might have one too. But nine times out of ten, especially you know, we had a couple beers or whatever, coming home from a show. He'll drive. I think Cole's got to fall asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's, wait, wait, what question are we asking? Like, dude, dude, oh, I'm, so I'm here. Right me. I'm just looking at this bed in the corner. Hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm just, I'm just chilling. Just having a good time. It's like, fuck, Frank, gonna shut up already? I don't know. It's just nice having a cozy nap with your boys in the back of the van, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't personally like sleeping, uh, like when it's we're going period. down the road. Uh, it, too much unless I absolutely have to. I, I prefer to just be awake and kind of have my eyes out the window, you know. Yeah. Not him. He's the car guy, right? So he's he likes just driving anyway. So he'll be, he'll be there for the ride every time. Listening <laughs> for squeals. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Better cut off the exhaust right now. Well, when it was my van, <laughs> you had to had to be awake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure who's next, but we have one, four, five, and seven. Fucking one, baby. All right. Number one. Who's Kenny? Number one. <laughs> who's most likely to fart mid practice? <laughs> I am. And I, I know this because we jam together as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've been farting this whole. Yeah, you all, all three of you are elsewhere. We're here. We, yeah, this we is a really bad spot to be. <laughs> just yeah. this video just gets more hazy. So yeah, Frank's a rooting tootin' cowboy, let me tell you. Man, I just got a lot to give, man. Lots to share, you know, lots of love. I have a yeah. lot. Hey, hey, smell this. He's cussive in all aspects. We'll yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, okay, so I didn't write this one now, but there's fart farting the most, but who's got the worst odor? Oh. Or are they tied in your band? Jeff. Jeff Omen. Uh, not bad. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Jeff, Jeff yeah. Omen. What's up, baby? Dude, nasty. Napalm, Napalm, yeah. Napalm Jack. I was in a band with him, right? Like a touring band. Hey, and he played a few shows for Snake. Silent, but Dead we all know that. Dude, man, I can. His name is Napalm Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I, I think out of us, though, I'm gonna have to submit His, myself. Probably him, though. Yeah, yeah. I eat some pretty pretty horrifying garbage most of the time so when it comes out it's not pleasant he did the ramen challenge too what's the yeah, ramen that challenge yeah, that he, came out the other end though <laughs> <laughs> Don't see, man. what's the, the ramen world, challenge that's uh, the world's hottest noodles or whatever you, you oh it. i see we'll send it to it's you oh, we got it on video it's, it's really funny it's really don't eat anything while you're watching oh, wow okay like it's that graphic <laughs> Because I was like, oh, I should take this clip and then throw that at the end, but I don't know if I'm, I'm going to yeah, get like, you do it where my channel flag. <laughs> Things were up in the air, so to speak. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, <laughs> good hang time. Oh, man. All right, what numbers do we got left? Uh, we have th- oh, four, five, and seven. Four, five, and seven. So I went with three first, and 30 is like the big goalie number section. Just fucking. Uh, we have to go with four, my boy Kipper. 
get first, get first uh, off the ice. <laughs> so I, I don't know as far as like if you guys uh, go to shows, if you guys um, eat out as a band or anything, but who's most likely to order? We can't afford that. Okay. Uh, but who's most, most likely to order more food than they can eat? Uh, uh, but you'll eat it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I hate myself. Yo, oh, hate man. Taylor, you you. But as a kid, always, I as a kid, I always did that. My like, my parents always. Oh, your eyes are bigger than your plate. Right. <laughs> <Whatever>. right. <laughs> Just always order way too much shit, and I'm like, I'll eat it. I promise. And then I'm like, full halfway through. I'm the cheap guy, man. We're all up to like a drive-through with the friends, you know. And we're like, oh, what do you want? Oh, the combo, large fry, large drink, man. I'll be like, yeah, can I have a cheeseburger? That that's all. Thanks. Like you know, like that's. Plain. Good enough. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty. I know my. I don't need to overeat. Definitely not I, me. I think I'd still be the most likely to do that. Though. Yeah. Frank likes his food, boys. <laughs> like it's not likely, but I'm still the most. <laughs> right. Yeah. Out of everyone, we all we're all poor. We finish our food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no ramen shortage here. No fucking waste in here, man. Right. Um, we recycle and compost as well. Wow. <laughs> Save the earth. Save the earth as it burns down. One metal album at a time. One Australia at a time. Oh, two seconds. We got four and seven. How about Dave? You pick. Oh, Dave. Yeah, that's good. Uh, four. Uh, no, I just did four. Didn't so I? this this applies to only three members of the band, but uh, who's most likely to break a string? Oh man, Taylor. Dre. Taylor. Dre. <laughs> When Dre was still in the band, he broke a string every jam. Almost every jam. No yeah. matter, without fail. Every time. But now yeah, it's for sure. Times. I, I've broken a string most shows. I haven't gotten better at putting once. strings up. You did once, right? I think an upper deck, was it? Did I? I think it was an upper, I don't know if it was an upper deck. I knew you did, you did once. Yeah, you definitely did once, I think. Well, I remember one time you had an issue. That's my freaking, I'm a fraud. <laughs> absolute fraud yeah always bring two guitars have you broken a skin i think you did you ever break a skin in one of our shows oh okay so yeah, yeah let's include frank oh yeah let's talk about fucking well i i broke the bass drum skin at a vern that vern's show. yeah we play with that oh my god we had to use that fucking <sighs> i had to use the shitty Fuck bass drum we were on stage for like five minutes like what did i did just not in Snake Pit, but a solo show one time. I, I did smash right through my stair skin. That was pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big, strong boy. Yeah. He's three like thong full sticks. I have pictures of it, too. My stick is, like, stuck in the snare skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was an outdoor show, though. It was cold, so mm. that helped. Doesn't help, no. Um, okay, last question. Um, who's most likely... To buy a new piece of gear. Oh, what? Probably one of these two. Probably one of Taylor or Dave. 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 Taylor or well, Dave for sure. Dave will like enter contests on Instagram or like <laughs> or like fangirl over gear, but Taylor will be like buying guitars in pawn shops. Taylor will go to Rondo and buy like four like yeah. guitars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, like none, pick, of, none of his guitars are worth anything, but he has like Hey, I have a couple that are nice. He, he, makes, them nice. <laughs> he makes them nice. He throws nice pickups in them. And... 
Yeah, paint some snake pit green. Right. <laughs> or Connor's guitar, at least. So Taylor will buy new used gear, but new to him. Yeah. <laughs> but Dave might buy something a little bit more boutique that's actually brand new that no one's touched it before. Maybe more often than not, yeah. Just to, just to touch back to, like, just because Dre has a lot of history with this band, he was always on top, like, just always has a new pedal. The yeah. gear every show. Every show. Every show, every every show he'll, he'll go, he'll buy a new pedal use it for like two months and then go sell it back to Laura McQuaid and buy some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just always like just goes every show cycle. or jam, his pedal board was totally different. Yeah. Just always. I actually bought a lot of gear. Changing off Dre. the sound. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you yeah. Yeah. Amps off Dre, like six pedals. <laughs> yeah. Dre's um, any of it. <laughs> in the, in the recording for the new album, did you guys do a bunch of like pedal, like, effects and different things to kind of make certain songs song parts kind of stand out there's there's some stuff some stuff not like an excessive amount i feel like because like the genre uh it's not like super necessary to have a whole lot of effects like sure metal is usually pretty straightforward but for like some of the lead playing and stuff there's like a few effects here just to make them yeah like you said stand out yeah, and yeah. we did like mess around and just like make a bunch of just gross noise with delay pedals and stuff yeah. so some of that hiding in there lots of uh i uh, isolate, oscillating. The, yeah, I, I'm so used to saying isolation. That's that's the word I went to go for. Oscillation. Isolation. Oscillation. oscillation. Disinfector surround. Yeah, right. Classic meme. Yeah. Well, that's so good. Uh, shout out to um, Lumpy from Sanction. He's like starting seven bands while he's like quarantining. All about Damn. being in quarantine. So like nice. he started, I shared this on the Calgary like Hardcore. Uh, no, it's just him. So oh, he, nice. He is nice. A, he, recording. One of the bands he made called is Keep Ya Distance. <laughs> <laughs> and then the song is Keep Da Distance. <laughs> Shout oh, out to Lumpy. Right. I, I want to do a podcast with him just off of that. And he's into some other shit, but I, I just think that's the most... That's Best great. thing as far as hardcore bands is concerned. That's awesome. Changing hardcore forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, well, it's oh, kind of no. coming up to that hour mark. Um, okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, as far as is there anything on the new album that you guys still want to hit on as far as do you have a, a, a locked in date as far as when it's going to be available for people? Um how many songs um any any details that you want to share with people uh who want to go check it out <laughs> yeah it's a 10 track it's full length it's uh, 10 songs that's it it's yeah, all you get. yeah it's all you get pretty much no yeah. uh like roughly right pretty much when summer hits but maybe a little earlier we don't have a for sure date we are just starting to post and kind of get the ball rolling but we still, we're still gonna do a little bit more to add to it, like like a music video and stuff. But yeah, we're sense. gonna hype yeah. some things we up. We're gonna give you a taste, but we'll probably just drop it like once we're ready to go. Like I mean, it seemed the card for the audio ran out, so I'm not sure exactly. I think it was somewhere in Frank's story, so it just might be shortened. But we'll we'll hopefully have as much as. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> Uh, but little subtitles. We'll do some subtitles. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. TLDR, yeah. Cannibal Corpse, Iron yeah, yeah. Dragon. Yeah, um, yeah. Sick show. Dave, but how about you? Uh, kind of send us off as far as 
your favorite, you know, show moment or story before you wrap up? I guess, yeah, probably my favorite show I've ever been to, which is like probably a little bit more chiller than everybody else's choices. Um, like my favorite band is Baroness and I got to see them for the first time last year. And like, it was like a pretty like crazy time in my life at that point. And just like, I don't know, seeing them was like such like, like a great reprieve of that time in my life. And like, they like played such a fucking this killer set. It's like nailed everything I wanted to see. So I don't, that's totally like, number one yeah, on my sweet. list sweet. and then probably like the most like memorable mosh kind of thing is like not like crazy but um it's actually my very first like well in my opinion my first like real like hardcore show i've ever been to in calgary and it was like after for like a year of like playing in like the the new black which is like our old all ages venue yeah i went yeah. to another all ages venue the Good alibi times. and it was actually snake pit's very first show Oh, the alibi, yeah. Yeah, and I saw them play. I, I don't remember who. Like, I, it was weird because I can't even remember who was in the band at that point. Um, it would have been, would have been uh, me, Cody, Dre, and uh, Andrew. Andrew Higgins. Probably, it's, yeah, yeah, it's Andrew like Higgins. weird. Like I know you guys were in it, but like I just can't like picture your pictures at that yeah. time. And, like I saw Snake Pit, and it was so sick. And I remember like people were just like throwing down. And I got like super moshed on by like Colton Walters. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's funny. Were we, was that when we were standing in front of that big mirror wall? <laughs> yeah. Because I recall that was one of our first, the first, our first show or something. Our first show at the Alibi was- <laughs> You went nuts for that one. Was on the floor. Yeah, shout out to the Alibi. Yeah, yeah, yeah good place. Uh, place I, I don't think you were around Spencer in those days, but- No, no, I'm uh. that was before my that, Calgary uh, time. Yeah. It was a venue yeah, like, that I helped a lot out with, and it was just a good time. Dance Studio by Day. Dance Studio by Mosh, Day. Mosh, by Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We used to jam there, too. Like, like we'd get together with, like, 7.30, A lot of bands jam there, yeah. like, Fall yeah. City Fall yeah. and Undertaker. We all used to jam there. Like, uh, Keenan from Fall City Fall, his sister, like, that was her venue. Oh, cool. Later than that, because there was a restaurant upstairs and we couldn't start jamming until that restaurant. It was pretty late. I remember it was always dark. Yeah, it was pretty late. We couldn't jam before nine. Before nine. The rest of the building was still open. Yeah. The commercial building. We were so loud. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah, no, good times back then. Very good times. It was like super funny because like I saw you you guys then. I was like, wow, this is like so cool. Like Calgary music is awesome. And like, I'm like for years, like I was like, man, Snake Pit's like my favorite local band. That's my first band. Like, <laughs> before we finish real quick, like my first local show I ever saw, first band I ever saw was Take the Shot. I ended up joining Take the Shot, turned Kingsland. It's weird. It's weird how that and, happens. Yeah, and absolutely. Dave, just I love that you mentioned that because for years my favorite local band was Color. Color. Yeah. And so, so good, man, it all comes family. around. But big old. Family. I think we can all agree our favorite local band right now is fucking Trench. Yeah, no killing yeah. it. Yeah, no, Shout out to Trench. Uh, you know, and they're having a hard time releasing their stuff right now, too. Go listen to them when they come out here. Yeah. Go check them out. Yeah, I'll probably time this release to be kind of closer to when you guys are doing stuff, but, you know, cool. that record yeah. might already be out and probably and go well, listen to it. well into yeah. my circulation. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> another, another great band, so check them out. Hard. Yes, hard agree. Um, sweet. Well, um, thanks so much, guys, for being flexible with, you know, this recording day and um super excited that we got to to do this um i'm gonna put everyone's like handles on the screen here but for the audio listeners if they want to follow up with the band or your guys's personal pages can we just kind of rattle those off here we're in the middle of kind so, of changing <laughs> facebook slash snake pit ab 
And pretty much any of our platforms is, you could find us by looking up Snake Pit AV. We're, we're in the process of changing everything to that right now. Gotcha. Um, but mostly Facebook. Like if you want to talk to us, it is up on Facebook or Snake Pit AV on Instagram. Um, that's, I mean, you could also email Snake Pit <laughs> at gmail.com. But yo, uh, hit us up yeah. in the just, inbox. Just DM us, man. Like, hit us up. It's not 1997. Or, or, or just comment on the video, whatever you, whatever you want. Stay yeah. safe, stay healthy, wash your hands. Yeah. 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 Sanitize. Sanitize. Um, definitely go look out for the snake pit record once that drops. Um, super excited to hear everything under the mic. And uh, thank you guys again Thanks, for uh, sitting down with me today. It was a blast. Thanks, buddy. Oh, yeah. thank awesome to talk to you, man. Bye. 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 Bye.